You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunza from Sanlam Private Wealth. And I'm looking at my screen and I can see that this is the Tuesday before the Wednesday and the Thursday, which are going to be more interesting. So Tuesday really gets the short straw, I think, this week. Yeah, it does. Uh, morning, Lindsay. It's going to be a chocker block diary for the next 72 hours. We've got the Federal Reserve obviously meeting the Federal Open Market Committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, they meet from this morning in America for two days. We'll know the results of, of, of that meeting tomorrow night after our close. Uh, we've also got a couple of other stuff coming up. We've got a few listings and IPOs and very much. So today is, today is very much a, a pause, take stock, see where we are. Um, and and go from there. But I must say a little bit of a positive slant to the market. If I look what happened in the Far East, we had some really good numbers, retail sales numbers out of Asia this morning, and that that really had the sort of a, a yes. bit of a risk on tone. Uh, retail sales actually, um, and it's its first positive report. Retail sales rising by 0.5 percent for the month of August in China, yeah. uh, and that is its first positive report for the year so far. So it certainly sounds like, uh, well, it appears that they are through the worst of it. So, yeah, that's sort of filtered through to, to European markets. So a bit of a cautious tone in Europe. We've still got a bit of fighting with Brexit and a few things going on at the moment. But down here in South Africa, there's a, definitely a bit of a positive slant. And if I can just add the weaker dollar once again, <clears throat> as they start that Fed meeting, we broke 119 to the euro again. Um, and that is certainly... I think, setting the tone for what the Fed are going to be uber, uber dovish, I think. Yes, of course they will be. And they have to be because they've been told to be until the election is over. Anyway, let's have a look at the uh, spot markets. The dollar round is 16.62. The British pound against the round 21.37. The euro round is 19.75. And the euro dollar uh, was briefly above 119 the euro that is it's now 11885 uh, last night in the united states the dow jones had a good session it was up 1.2% the s&p the same up 1 and a quarter percent and the nasdaq was a stand up performer with a near 1.9% rally and this morning um, let me have a look at my s&p futures screen up another quarter of a percent or 8 points almost and the nasdaq futures i haven't got but i mean probably doing the same nick maybe you can refresh my memory on this one yeah, NASDAQ futures are currently up 0.4%. I just want to add on that NASDAQ that uh, Tesla was back with a vengeance last night, the punter's favorite. Stock yeah. was up 14% yesterday on oh, no. mm, Come on. It really is the punter's favorite. It's a fantastic story. Um, all right, let's have a look at South Africa now. Any corporate news out on the Stock Exchange News Service? I'm going to go to that screen, <coughs> but where you can uh, tell me what mm. your morning meeting yielded today. <coughs> You know, there were, there were a couple of things out this morning. We had um, Harmony out with a trading update, yeah. uh, which was very, very well received. I mean, that stock, obviously, a massive beneficiary of a stronger uh, gold price. That stock at one point up uh, almost 5%. has given back a bit, 106.25 now. Still up 3.1% today. And then interesting one for me, and this is a uh, hmm, mobile operator, uh, well, you know, the ARK Investments, African Rainbow Capital Investments. Yeah. They, they, one of their pet projects is Rain, which is the 5G, etc. Came up with an interesting statement this morning. They said that, um, first of all, they're going to need to do a rights issue, which is not ideal. Um, they said it's been fully underwritten, but they wouldn't say by who. Um, the stock is trading at 2 Rand 81. Okay. Vague management. Management came out with an update for the yearly NAV. They said they have a valuation on their company at uh, 
Nine rand fifty seven. Now wait a second. Now even I know that there's a discrepancy between those two numbers. One is nine rand fifty seven is what they think it's worth for some of the parts or the NAV, as you say, and it's trading, as you say, mm-hmm. in the just below three rand per share. What is that? Even David Shapiro would be f- furious with that. What do you think? Account- what it is it's accounting nice, nicety or what? Himself. No, because no. Well. I'm going to be very careful what I say because we are investors in the company. Okay. But management uh, price, the NAV, and I believe, pay themselves a fee off the, sh- off the share, off the NAV, not the share price. Mm. So that's what I'm going to say. Okay. In that case, mm. I say that. Anyway. But this, is a, but this is not a very – it's a very disappointing story because they've actually got quite a good basket of stuff. I mean, that 5G exposure to rain is, is certainly quite, quite a dynamic business as well. But uh, – you know, once again, we keep saying this markets are efficient. I mean, the only thing I'd say back at two rand eighty one a share, um, and you've got it worth nine rand fifty seven. Well, surely the, the logical thing would be to do a share buyback or take up minorities or do something. If you think the valuation is eighty percent higher, that would just be my one comment. If you believe the market is efficient and the market has seen what you've seen and what you've just told everybody, then of, of course the market would be saying, "I'll start buying this thing immediately." But I don't see anyone buying it. Fill your boots. Yesterday it was two rand eighty three. It's now two rand eighty one. So it's actually down on the day. And, yeah, it's down two cents after they said it's worth uh, nine rand fifty seven. So someone's mm. got it wrong. And the results came out today. I mean, that was where the the statement came from, of course. Transaction uh, capital audited results. And before that, just before that, it came out with a pre-close update and trading statement in respect of the 12 months ended. So it came out at 7.05 with a, a trading statement. And then at 7.05 came out with its results. So they didn't give us much mm. time, did they? No, they didn't. They didn't. But look, I mean, there is <clears throat> there is a, f- a couple of interesting things. I mean, that that uh, investment in Durain is certainly quite intriguing. It's difficult to value, but we know tech shares tech shares demand a bit of a premium, uh, and it's got obviously Time Bank also, um, and they've got one point nine million customers. So there's a couple of good stories. I just, you know, I'm an old school trader, and you know, for me, <clears throat> the valuation is what I see on the screen, and and yeah, someone someone's got this valuation wrong. PPC, restructuring and refinancing update and renewal of cautionary announcement. The share price down on my screen, about 8%. I know it's a penny stock, uh, but it really was a pillar of the South African infrastructure in, uh, economy at some stage. But now it's, um, look at this thing, it's just getting whacked again. I actually can't believe, if you told me 10 years ago that a company of a statue, and I think, I mean, David can correct us tonight, but I think it's one of the, the oldest existing listed companies on the JSE. I think it's been there the longest. I mean, obviously, I think the Americans probably the first one that springs to mind. But PPC, I'm sure, is, is in that top batch. Um, but just, just such a disappointing set, and having to come and raise capital once again, uh, the dilutory effect. I mean, this is a penny share, seventy cents a, a share. And it's, it's difficult to see how they came out, can get out of this. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I think there was a, a bit of corporate action with Lafarge. I think one of the French company. I think they were talking about nine or twelve rand a share. I stand to be corrected, but yeah. and, that, and the management turned that one down, and shareholders turned it down. Or management did anyway. Uh, I mean, that was ninety-nine percent to go. I must, they must be ruining that day you know, with the current share price. Have a look at Remgro. Their their trading statement. The share price not doing very much. But is it, is this the one that you watch these days? Is Remgro a viable investment with it with its structure? <sighs> So I mean I'm I'm fifty fifty on that. I mean we we hold them as as a group in, in some of our portfolios, uh, and they've got quite good 
things in the in the sort of mix as an investment holding company. My only comment would be that a lot of those things in the mix are are listed companies. RCL Foods, um, Mediclinic's the big one. Obviously, it's a listed company. R&B Holdings, it's a listed company. Uh, a lot of the stuff they hold, you can buy on the marketplace. Yes. There's nothing other than a couple of smaller stuff, um, Westpico Holdings, one of two other industrial stuff, and I think they've got an Air Products, the South African Group, and some other stuff like that. But, but it's small in their worlds. The big ones are the listed companies. So my only comment would be I don't see the point as a, as a shareholder why would I pay a management fee to buy a company who buys shares that I can buy directly myself on the exchange? Because they tell so you I to think- buy them, you see, because they've got a lot of people that go around and do due diligence and they you know, delve into the books and mm-hmm. grill the management and everything, and they say, right, we're buying this because we like it. That's what you're paying for. That's my theory anyway. Not that I agree with it, but it's a, it's a good theory, and yeah, I think that's why think- they charge you. I, I take your point, Lindsay, but in this day and age when everyone's got access to the internet, annual reports, all the rest of it, yeah, if, if you want to pay, if you want someone else to do your homework, then pay the management fee. But, but I think there's a lot. I think these old holding company structures um, are certainly <clears throat> certainly not in favour at the moment. And um, I don't know. I just I think this is one of those companies that had a lot of promise and it hasn't delivered. Um, and and they are trying. Granted, you know they just spin off that F and B in a few uh, recently. So just, I just think it's uh, it's one of those ones that I think is, is just a little bit out of date in the, in the current investment cycle. Okay, good point as well. But you do hold it. We do hold it, yeah. Okay, let's have a look at the movements on. Just go through the diary again today, if you would, for for Tuesday, because we were sort of being mm. nasty about Tuesday. We were being <coughs> disparaging about Tuesday. But is there anything coming up this afternoon look, ahead of the still, seventy-two hours that we've got, which yes, are important? No, it is this. There's still a lot of states out in Europe, so I mean, there's a busy one state side. We have industrial production numbers out for August. We've got capacity utilization. Uh, we've got uh, import export prices also out of the US. And then we have a little later on, I think about four o'clock, we've got the New York Federal Reserve, the Empire State Manufacturing Index. That's quite a nice little market mover. Yeah. And I think the big one, those who hold Apple, I think most people do. If you've got a pension, you, you probably have some shape or form in it. It is the biggest listed company in the world. They've invited the media this afternoon to a special event. It is streaming mm-hmm. um, and speculation about those uh, Apple fans that they're going to be launching some new version of its product. So that's one to watch if you're an Apple shareholder. Uh, and then, of course, the other one, we won't know the result, FOMC. Uh, UK has labor market data out this morning, and then we've spoken about our local stuff. So, yeah, this afternoon, for those who have exposure offshore who are interested in the, UK, uh, in the US, there's quite a few market-moving stuff. And I said that Apple one, quite good fun. You can actually stream it on YouTube if you want to watch it. No, I think there's too much football on at the moment, so I won't bother with that <laughs> one. But you'll definitely report to me about it. <laughs> You're my eyes and my ears. Thanks, I'll do your homework. You can pay me a management. Thank you very much indeed. But you get free advertising every <laughs> day so <laughs> goldfields is up three three and a half percent on my 15 minute delayed screen harmony is up 3.1 percent pan-african resources up 2.7 life healthcare the same and sabania Stillwater, which has been subject to a lot of speculation recently about in in an index out of an index because of its mm-hmm. um, commodity mix but anyway it's up two and a half percent today telcom is down uh 2.9 percent that's going back to 15 that is my opinion and it's not the opinion of strictly business podcast or nick kunza in Investic Limited, not doing so well today. It's down nearly 2%. MT 
ETN down nearly 2%. Investec PLC a 1.8% loser and Old Mutual down 1.8% as well. So we've got the two Investecs plus Old Mutual uh, plus MTN plus plus Telcom. All South African, well, actually not Investec, but um, yeah, and not MTN either, but South African names all going down today. Mm. Well, I think it, it was interesting price movement. I mean, I was, was writing sort of a morning note for my meeting sort of well, almost three hours ago, six o'clock. And the RAND was actually half, almost half a percent firmer. It was trading at 16.54. I mean, as the sort of uh, the Europeans came in and London opened and all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's almost the other way. It's uh, trading at 16.63. It's, it's almost a 10 cent reversal. And I also think that, that we are more than likely going to get an interest rate cut. Um, on Thursday for the South African Reserve Bank. You think so? From three and a half down. Yeah, from three and a half down to three and a quarter. I do think so. I think they really need to kickstart this economy in a big way. So, I mean, relative to the basket with all the other central banks this week, unlikely to keep their rates uh, sort of unchanged, I think there's a likelihood this RAND could continue to weaken, which is negative for, for SAB Inc. and negative for the banks. And I think that's what you're seeing it ahead of it on the leaderboard this morning. Give us the indices after exactly an hour of trading, please. Okay, so we've got the all share at the moment on this Tuesday up, up a quarter, or 0.28 of a percent, 159 points firmer, 56,486. JSC top 40 up 0.3%, uh, 52,123. Uh, looking at the different indices, you've got basic materials are doing well. We spoke about the miners having a good day today, up 1.8%. Energy shares as well, 1.26% uh, firmer. Uh, healthcare also up 0.41%. On the downside, consumer cyclicals 0.69% weaker, telecommunications 07 and the financials we've just spoken about that is bringing up the the bottom at 0.72% weaker. And the S&P futures are up 0.3% with the Nasdaq up just over 0.4%. Nick Kunzer, thank you very much for your time this morning as always. Nick Kunzer is from Sanlam Private Wealth and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.